Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Funbox Monster Hey-o. Podcast. Uh, I am Tristan. I am Matt Awkward. And uh, this week, Matt is uh, forcing us to sit through... I'm in the doghouse. ...the 1990 film uh, Pledge Night. It was shot in 88, but it was too good to release, <laughs> so they sat on it for two years. It was it was so good. Speaking of sitting, my butt is so cold from that cherry race we just did. Jesus, um, I, I, I know. We really probably shouldn't have reenacted literally every scene from this film before we went on. And then I, I ate the cherries because Tristan's my brother. Ah, thank you, you got, so you much. Got, you got I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, this movie is fucking nonsense. <laughs> it's nonsense. I love it. Uh, I can, I can see why someone might have a fondness for this ridiculousness. But this was a cool one, man. I uh, I never, I've never saw this until I found it at Bull Moose over this, the bridge. This uh, is literally the first time I've seen it. So. I I never heard of it. I just found a tape with a peace sign <laughs> sticking out of a toilet. It was a horror yeah. movie. For one, I saw a toilet, so that's a blind buy instantly. But uh, yeah, I I wonder, I wonder how Anthrax got involved with this movie. I also wonder that because okay, so the the toilet on the cover is like a direct has to be a direct reference to Anthrax first EP, oh, which was called Metal Up Your Ass, and it had like a spike in a toilet. Oh, okay. I and so know it's know like that. okay, this is kind of like a like a play on the Anthrax record, but. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know, man. Really strange. Yes. The uh, the killer is a hippie, which also who, makes zero sense. Who speak? <laughs> he, he only speaks in quotes that you would see on buttons. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's for Spiro Agnew. <laughs> okay. Well, at least it, that one just literally makes no sense. That's <laughs> oh, not at all. It's like some like a writer's room full of people who knew nothing about the 60s. Which way is the protest? And they were like, I know these five things. Uh, there were protests. Spiro Agnew, I think, was a guy. Uh, and so they just said all these things and just put them into the fucking movie. And also, um, we do find out why he's there, why the hippie comes back and everything. But what we don't... Do we? We do. Okay. He was, he was there to save his... From what? From the hazing, accidentally oh, 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 killing okay. him. So, so he was because so in, he was in killed, order to protect look. somebody. You don't take them out of a house. You just kill everybody else in the house that may <laughs> accidentally kill you, but probably won't. Yep, and that's that's the lesson of the movie. However, he also kind of gets rapey, and uh, he does. There's and, so much that's like and, oh, and killy, which right. which is very hippie like behavior. So, yes. so they explain to the hip. They we ex- we get explained why the hippie came back. Apparently, kind yeah. of, maybe a little bit, but we don't understand his killing motives at all. Like, yeah, and also I like the idea that so there's this bathtub thing where like the prank goes wrong and yep. he falls into the bathtub full of it's, oh, it was muriatic acid instead, instead of, of instead of water instead of acetic acid. No, it was uh, the vinegar. Oh, oh, I see. So that's the so instead of acetic acid like vinegar, it was muriatic acid. And so and I learned my chemistry from Murder Party. <laughs> Of course you did. <laughs> um, okay, so so what we're talking about is all of the liquid in there? No, 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 no. Okay, so it was water and muriatic acid, and yeah. it was still enough they, to burn they, his face off. Yes, I, I'm not. I'm not a chemist. I'm, I don't know. I don't know if I've told you this, but I'm not a chemist. What the fuck am I doing here? Then? I'm sorry. I I really brought you here under false we're pretenses. Done. I'm sorry. <laughs> God damn it! I only I do knew, podcasts with chemists. <laughs> I knew that was going to be a thing. That's why I didn't bring it up until. But uh, now. no, I, I mean I think there was water in it too because okay. I think I think part of the thing was p- to put in stinky vinegar, but they got the wrong acid. Okay. 
I mean, we've all done that. We've gone out to the Hannaford's to buy some vinegar, and oops, (laughs) I bought sulfuric acid instead. (laughs) Yep. Coffee grounds or uh, coffee grounds. Why is my well, is fruit coffee, loops? Uh, fr- uh, cornflakes. Cornflakes. Cornflakes, <laughs> coffee grounds, and vinegar. All right. And you, like I said, sometimes we go buy vinegar, Typical we put it on prank. our fries, and our fries start dissolving. Yeah, it exactly. It's like, to everybody. They should not keep those on the same shelf. <laughs> no. uh, all right. So we're, I'm going to try to go through this as, as though it were a movie, but this is going to be tough. Uh, so This is a film. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, Martin Scorsese rates as high in his book. Yeah, more than Avengers, I've yes. heard. So we start out with this movie with the this. We know it's going to be quality because we get the toilet flush sound first r- thing you hear. <laughs> You're like, wait, is this Citizen Kane? Uh, no, it's a, it's the other toilet flushing <laughs> intro. Right, got it. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, we see some some person shaving, and you're like, oh boy. What's going to happen? There's a dude with a ski mask kind of hanging out behind him. And you're like, oh, murder. Oh, no, it's going to be wacky frat fun. But they grab him, (laughs) rush him outside. Uh, Also, I wanted to pick this movie because there's snow in it. And we just oh, got our first snow. we just snow. got our first so, snow. So, time to break out the pledge night. It's a, it's a <laughs> holiday true. tradition in everybody's house. I do that with gremlins, but I, yeah. I can see this one. Um, yeah, and so they tie him to a tree in the middle of winter and start throwing eggs at him and shit. Yeah, they just throw tons of shit at him. Yeah, just like garbage and eggs. And then his girlfriend takes a knife and cuts him free. And, and then, then makes kisses him. him with all the gunk all oh. over his face. She's in it to win it. Raw <laughs> egg kisses. Yeah, that is... Uh, Another holiday tradition for lots of folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. And then that's it. We fade to black. Yeah, we fade out. <laughs> then we come back to like to what is going to be the beginning of endless frat shit. This movie just beats you in the face with like, this guy had every rule for every frat in history and he took it down and he was like, I've done so much research. Every second of this has to get into this movie or else. It was, it was a woman. Oh, sorry. Who wrote this? Oh, right. That's right. It is a woman who wrote this. She was the, uh, she only wrote porn and this. Yes. That's right. I did read that. I'm trying to find, uh, it's the, the porn she wrote sound like a mix of comedy too. Porn she wrote is also a great name for a movie. Porn she, porn she, it's a spinoff. <laughs> Jessica, Jessica Fletcher. Fletcher's sister, <laughs> much different writer. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, the the porn she did write um, sound like they have karate in them and possibly dinosaurs. And uh, but I couldn't find a lot of info <laughs> or find any releases to check out. But the, along with writing karate dinosaur you know, porn, karate dinosaur porn. <laughs> she typical. also she also did a bunch of research into real life frats and hazings, and yeah. apparently a lot of these things in this movie are based on real things, um, which is horrific. I mean, just in general, the fact why that are these frat boys chasing girls? Why are they doing so much butt stuff all day? I don't know the answer. It's it's this cult nonsense that is probably li- they actually say it in the movie, and it was what I thought in my what's head it, while that? I was watching it. Uh, they were like, you know, that like sixty five percent of congressmen were oh, yeah. all in frats, and someone was like, that's probably why the country's all fucked up. Yep, and it's like, yes, they're all in these bizarre and, cults where they're again, doing I, butt stuff. And again, I wonder if that's a true stat. I think from it the is. writer who I bet it's I bet it's at least that or worse, like Skull and Bones and all those crazy yeah. secret societies. Oh God, so weird, <laughs> so fucking weird. Uh, but anyway, okay, so we go to 
the first of this 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 pledge shit where the pledges are getting dressed down. Now you didn't know the you didn't know the girls the the president's yeah. girl's name. So we're <laughs> and then when somebody pushups and I love how they're so these guys can never get anything right because when they do do something right they get shit. They're like the one guy doesn't know it. The other guy's like right. yeah his, her name's Wendy and it's like. Are you showing up a brother who yeah. didn't know it? It's like, wait, no. There, <laughs> There's no winning. It's almost like they're they're like homoerotic sadists. Yeah. Ah, weird. They are. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. They <laughs> totally are. They as, have, as my write-up from this movie on Instagram today, <laughs> Butt Stuff, a.k.a. Yeah. Pledge Night. No, Butt yep. Stuff the movie. Butt AKA Stuff Pledge Night. the motion picture. Um, yeah. And so we learn in this in this pile of nonsense that Hell Week is coming up. And at the same time we hear them talking about hell, the hell week coming up, we hear crazy laughter in the background. And we learn that that's Dan. Danny. And we're told that Danny has a brain tumor. And so he's behaving oddly, but we're... We're aware of it. We're yeah. aware of it. But he's a brother. But he's a brother, and so we're going to be <laughs> we're gonna be nice to him. I so love his laugh. He's got a good laugh. He's got a good laugh. Yeah. Um clearly Danny's not stoked about the fact that he has a brain tumor and that he's dying, but nope. he was, he was put into this as part of a prank. Yes. He's a bad man. Yes. So every year the frat picks a bad man who terrorizes, who pretends that he's crazy or pretends that he's just a horrible asshole and torments the yep. pledges. So that's Dan. <laughs> that's Danny. And so he, they do this little, this little skit basically where, um, Danny freaks out, smashes his food on the table at dinner, and then starts assaulting Wendy. And then Wendy comes over to be like, oh, come on, it's going to be okay. And then he starts assaulting her, and then another brother comes over, and he gets stabbed. And this was a prank. But this also seems like there's no way you could prank this. Like, Dan was so fast with a real kitchen knife. Oh, God. There's like zero margin for error here. Yeah, especially considering they he really does have the brain tumor though, right? Like he is really no. like, oh okay. That's all fake. But then he is the killer too. So No. That's Sid possessing him. Oh before Sid's he comes po- out. Oh shit, that's what's going on there. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Not God. here yet. That was a Freddy Krueger tooth. That was a nightmare. Oh, yo, they, situation. They, these guys love nightmare too. Oh my They hey. even make Sid come out of him. Oh my god, yeah. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> Okay, so we find, and so nobody calls the police. And there's a lot of butt stuff this, in Nightmare too. Totally. Like shutting your dresser drawer with your butt or whipping a towel with a butt. <laughs> Speaking of which, I cannot <laughs> wait to see Scream Queen. Uh, I'm very excited about this movie. About what? Uh, the the star of Nightmare 2. Oh, yeah? he did. They did a documentary about Nightmare 2 and about him and his life and everything. Because oh. he's an out-of-the-closet actor. Yeah. And so... About how homoerotic Nightmare 2 was and how he was just kind of like standing around going, does anybody else notice this? Because <laughs> this is kind of like what I'm into, but I don't want to talk about this. And so the whole documentary is just about him and all this stuff. Our friend, uh, I want to call him Kanate because that's what we always used to call him. But Nate Higgins is in it as uh, Bunny, the the he hosts a bunch of movies down in New Hampshire. Okay. Um, he's awesome. He he plays a, a drag queen character called Bunny Wonderland down okay. in New Hampshire. And he's in the documentary, too. So that's oh, going to cool. be amazing. Scream Queen? Scream, comma, queen. Okay. <laughs> so, I also want to see this. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll probably just watch Pledge Night again. 
probably you could just watch Pledge Night again. <laughs> um, and so nobody calls the police on this guy. Because if you don't call police on a brother. Right. Okay. Because, I mean, that makes sense. When you see somebody get violently stabbed, <laughs> you won't report that. Because You know, it was a brother who was also stabbed. That's the problem with that logic. Is <sighs> that you, maybe you should also help out the brother that was stabbed. <laughs> by calling the police. <laughs> uh, it's a catch-22 that you can only get in a fraternity. So... Uh, we cut to my favorite restaurant in the world, Greasy Tony's. Greasy, I really want to go to Greasy Tony's. <laughs> I really want to go to Greasy Tony's. Where too. you walk inside and then you order outside at a window. <laughs> Did you catch that weird edit? <laughs> I liked that a lot. <laughs> so we learned that it was a prank, and uh, and he's like, "What do you mean? What's the matter? If somebody goes to the police, what could we be charged with? Practical joking, <laughs> wasting the police's time." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the police love that kind of shit. And then they also don't really explain what happens to this dude throughout the rest of the movie. We don't see him again. The stab victim. Yeah, he's a, he just they say disappears. He, they say later on that he got pinned, so we got to do something else. And then he pops up at the end of the movie again. Well, I'm, I mean, because he's supposed to be out of the picture. In the hospital. Right. Or, yeah. So they don't, want, they don't want the pledges to see him. So he's out. He's out of the picture for the time being. Um, so... We also learned that all of the pledges are now going to be staying at the house, even though they're not frat brothers. They're going to be at the house through Hell Week. And go and, through hell. And they're going to go through hell. And also, uh, their little sisters from the sorority, the four they, uh, of them, are going to there. be... Li- they're going to be there to take care of making food and doing things for... And the pranks and all this other crap. Which for, is so for weird. Hell they needed four women in the house. Okay. I think was the the beginning, middle, and end for that. <laughs> so, uh, so we we catch up to. Uh, oh yeah, hold on, what's that? <laughs> yeah, okay. So here's where we meet the townie, Bonner. Bonner, and he's chopping wood, and his his mother, who is maybe two years older than him, shows up. <laughs> Straight up, seriously, <laughs> she could be one of the, fr- <laughs> she the frat girls. Absolutely could. Uh, and so, but she is. She's from the 60s. Maybe, according, I guess. According to this. Sure. And so <laughs> she she tells him that there was a there was a frat boy that was killed during Hell Week at this same location. I love the string of dialogue here too. Like what, what, was it an accident? It wasn't on purpose, but it, he got killed. So it was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's uh, It's like was it an accident? No, it wasn't on purpose. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, frankly, I'm surprised this movie didn't hippie her all out because he I, talks about her like that later on. She's like, she's just like a hippie that went nowhere and smokes dope during the day. And she, looks but she looks so, like a lawyer coming she home. She does. <laughs> she looks like a school teacher. Yeah. She looks like a fucking doctor. She does not look like. A they hippie. need to watch uh, Witchboard Two and learn yeah. how to make somebody hippie out. I think, I think that's a real mistake when you're making a really shitty genre flick and you don't and you're like. This person is a fill in the blank. If it's like they're a Rastafarian and then they show up and they're like just normal and they just kind of talk yeah. and hang out and you're like, no, that's how it is in real life. We want the stupid <laughs> shitty movie version of this. Um, so, <laughs> all right. So, blah, blah, blah. More dumb frat shit comes after this. Oh, <sighs> and, is this for time for our cherry race? And now it's time. There are two. Okay. So it's the picking up cherries with their asses. <laughs> I love this race. There are two big ass blocks of ice. <laughs> this is so elaborate. Why ice? Yeah, uh, 
I think because it makes your butt numb, so it makes it harder to tell if you've picked up the cherry. I've thought a lot about the cherry race. Oh, God. That's my uh, that's my question. My idea is like, where do they get these ice? The the, the ice the ice is about it's about what like a two by two foot square? Yeah, so like probably giant cube. A hundred and fifty pounds of ice Huge in each block. Ice. Yeah. Huge. And how are they going to move that ice? Who moved it upstairs? Because it's up like two or three flights of stairs. It's going to slowly race. melt and destroy Flood the floor. <laughs> but they needed those giant blocks of ice. So the guys just wear jock straps, yep. bend down and pick up the cherries and move them across the room to another block of ice. So there's four giant blocks of ice. Oh, yeah, you're right. There are four blocks of ice. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. And lots of butt cheeks picking up cherries. And then once they're done, uh, we get to one of my favorite strings of dialogue here, too, where... um. Where the um the lead um frat guy yeah, who's, who's I running hell night I don't know his name either uh, he's a tiny little guy he's great mm-hmm. at this he's like he's good. all right now time to eat the spoils of war <laughs> yes and so he goes like you're the you're the captain of the team that lost oh, you know what I mean so it's like yeah. you need to eat the spoils of war and then right as I'm about to do it he's like stop are you gonna let are you gonna let a brother eat that cherry so it's just like oh no. I'm going to bring it to these guys. You eat the spoils of war. And it's like, whoa, wait. You didn't volunteer to stop them from eating the cherry. So now you eat the spoils of war. Boy. And this guy just loves saying spoils of war. Yeah, I don't As blame do him. I. But at the end, at the last one, he's like, so eat those fucking cherries. <laughs> because, I mean, if I was like a, a young guy in college, like... That's probably what I'd want to be doing with my night is oh, picking absolutely. up butt cherries, not going yeah. to the bar or the yeah, like, no. club or meeting a girl. Like, no. No, mostly Eating butt- cherries that have been picked up by my brother's butts. I mostly I mostly remember the butt cherries from, from college. That's one of my fondest memories. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> can't wait to tell my grandkids. <sighs> oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe that these people are in control of the country. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, so they, they do... Um, it does seem like a rather Kavanaugh thing. It <laughs> sure does. It sure does. Uh, here's, my, here's my only note from that scene. Uh, I, I hate, hate frats. <laughs> in big letters. Uh, so, okay, so we get to... Oh, my God, we get to the pig party. What is up with this? Oh, my God. So I, had, I had to look it up. Oh, you did? You know what a pig party is? I do now. I don't. Okay, so forgive me, everyone. It's not my fault. Um, so the idea is that you get a bunch of overweight women who are DTF, and you bring them into a party, and that's a pig party. That's the whole purpose. This doesn't seem nice. Wow, shocker. <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers are a bunch of turds. <laughs> Um, okay, so so at the pig party, they have they have corn, corn cobs, cobs. <laughs> coming out of the tops of their shirts, which are attached to their penises by string for and some fucking reason. I want to think the bad guys at the frat tied them there too, like that little yelly guy, because they're totally not gay. I hate everything about this because <laughs> <laughs> this frat doesn't spend all their time doing butt stuff. They do wiener stuff too, it's like tying corn cobs to your wiener and hanging that out the top of your shirt. Now the rule is. If a girl asks why you have this corn cob, the only thing the pledge can say is pull it and find out. And then they do. And then they go, yo, because their wieners got yanked. Because this is a good movie. Because this is a great movie. <laughs> and then our, our bored old stripper decides, she's like, oh, it's time for me to go back <laughs> Seriously, on Seriously, what, what is up with that? It just it doesn't even look like a strip club. I love it. No, is I'm, it in I, their it's house? Not, it's in their house. Okay. That's like their bar, and they hired, they hired some 
unenthusiastic stripper. Who's obviously not a stripper or a horrible dancer uh, because yeah. her dance moves are just, I have boobs. She I'm going to move kind of like this. Do, hates being there. You she guys, is you ga- not If you guys happy. can just picture me right now, I look like a stripper. <laughs> he does. It's pretty great. <laughs> Bad one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And this is, this is quite literally the weirdest and grossest part of this thing. I have no idea what's going on with this thing where two of them take take into the boom boom room to the boom boom to the room the boom boom room I do not like which how is the most this no 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 this is disgustingly awkward this they is go to beyond, the boom boom beyond. room which is like the weirdest not romantic room ever it literally just has a hand painted sign that says boom boom room and it's got like a shitty couch that they found on the yeah. side of the road oh yeah and this girl's just like sitting there and they're talking to each other like you want to go first no you go oh. first you want to go first Makes me you go first. Barf. <laughs> and the girl's just like, do I get a say in this? And they're like, you go first. And so they just kind of go over there together and just touch her boobs a lot. And that's it. I, yeah. And it's just gross. To, it's a, it, it's, a, it's, it's really weird. It is legitimately I, disturbing. Yeah. It is the most horrific thing in this horror movie. Another, Absolutely. Another thing with this movie, too, is usually I'm not one to complain about boobs, but like they're just like. Yeah. They're just like forced to be shown in this with no rhyme or reason. Like a lot of times, like this scene could have just been them making out with this girl and then like cut to something else because they don't go any further than that. So just super like, weird. And, and also, it's super weird too when he just sits down and the very first thing he does is try to like undo her bra. Like just like it's yeah, just like, no, why don't you no. just sit down and make out and then cut to the different Ugh. scene? Ah, so let's leave the boom boom room <laughs> and go back to the boom, boom let's go room. back to the boom boom bar where <laughs> everybody's just making out with everybody making out listening to metal thrashing yeah so we just, get, so we just get anthrax, anthrax cranking and like the camera is like shot upwards so everybody's at this like it's like the cameraman knelt down and then shot the camera diagonally upwards everybody just making yeah. out frantically and we just keep Watching people kiss. Okay, so here I feel like this is a very important, maybe maybe tapped in thing after the fact, or like that they realized they needed. So there's a moment here where is it Larry? Because I've forgotten already who it is. Larry's- it must be Larry, who was like somebody at this party. Basically goes, "What happened? Did she go upstairs with those guys? I know her. This is wrong. This yeah. everything here is disgusting and gross." I'm going to go find her yeah, because bummer. fuck this shit. Because um, he's and, a townie. Okay, so the townie. So and then, that explains why he's the hero because he's the only one that sees how fucking awful this is. Yeah, and then Blakesy's just like, hey, you're the townie, man. You've already had some. Save some for us. <sighs> yep. Okay. And one of the, and also they're underage apparently because one of the girls, remember at the bar, she was like, I'm just right. in high school, so I don't know why you're wearing a corn cob around your neck. As if once you're an adult, <laughs> you would know why somebody's wearing oh, a dried right up corn cob. Please. On the, that is the first thing you learn at catechism. <laughs> <laughs> so after they all just like make out with everybody in the bar, then there's just this like gay pig pile where everybody just jumps, all the frat boys just jump into a, a pile on the floor and gyrate. Yeah. End yeah. scene. Super weird. Super weird. Because <laughs> this is a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now we cut to another pile of more nonsense in the world of frats where they do this shtick with the, the pledge paddles where they're like, this needs to have, you have signatures from every single, you know, person in the entire, every yeah. brother in the fraternity and, and this all is of their ju- girlfriends. And this is just like the butt cherry where there's no winning. Like this mm-hmm. little guy is just like, do you think this paddle looks good? And he's like, no, throw it in the fire. So he does, and he's just like, wrong decision. A brother made this. You shouldn't do it. Like, 
every time they obey them, they're told they're, they're, yeah. they're doing the wrong thing constantly. So then we get a lot of um, getting hit with paddles <laughs> on the butt. Some some real 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 straight behavior from these from these gentlemen. Um, just, guys, it's cool. Just fuck each other. It's fine. Consensually have sex. It none of us give a fuck. It <laughs> this almost, stuff is weird. It almost seems like uh, this is almost like a porn that has the, that has the the, the the real bits cut cut out. It's super weird. Uh, okay, so eventually, uh, after all this nonsense, we get a moment between the the head of the fraternity's girlfriend and and Larry, and the two of them. Uh, he's really concerned about the person who was stabbed because he's the only person with a human soul in this entire movie, <laughs> and he's like, oh. I'm not supposed to say this, but it's every year it's we do joke. this thing and it's a joke and don't worry about it. He's fine. There is no crazy guy. Okay. And then he's like, oh, thank God. Now, now I'm not worried anymore, uh, which sets everyone up to think that all the real murders are fake, blah, blah, yep. blah. So uh, we get this moment of the branding where it's like, oh, the the fake brand. And they drop, they put one one brand in ice and then show him the one that's hot and, and then we get to look at a nice hairy butt. So much hairy ass. <laughs> and so they... Uh, I brought the butts tonight. You really did. Uh, so they get branded with the cold one. Yeah, and so and in their mind, they associate it with the thing. They think they're being branded however, with However, Dan, iron. who we later <laughs> learn is taken over by Sid, just goes full on cackle laugh and actually brands somebody. And the, little, and the little Pledge Master, man, he doesn't even care. He's like Larry Cohen there where he's oh, scaring yeah. people. He's just, get him on camera. We're scaring people. It's this guy's like, like, ooh, that's the thing. The Pledge is like, Fucking use it, man. It's great. I don't care that we just totally scarred somebody for life. He's probably going to die of infection. It's fine. Ah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Are we so, eating bananas yet? Oh, fuck. No, we get back to Larry's mom. She she wants to she's trying to convince him to not go to this fraternity again and then gives more of the backstory about Sid, who was murdered, blah, blah, blah. The Can we get our anthrax for, cameo yeah. or Joey Belladonna. Yeah. Joey shows up for the first time and he just he plays Sid who gets melted yeah. in an acid bath. Yep. He gets dunked in coffee and Cheerios and whatever. But he can she cannot dissuade Bonner. He is staying for hell week. So yeah. Get out of here, hippie. Yeah. Stupid we got hippie. more shit to do, like eat bananas that are covered in anchovy paste to look like turds and then they make one of the brothers eat a turd out of the toilet that that's the banana yeah however it cracks me up that they 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 cover this banana and paste and make it look like a turd but then they blindfold they him. blindfold him so it's just like what just <laughs> <laughs> uh but that that part's so gross man so they they literally just shove his head into a toilet to eat the fake turd uh even though, even though it's a fake turd, matter. it doesn't matter. You're still like eating shit out of toilet water. Yeah, so not great. I mean, this is this is where it starts getting dark. This the fucking the the pledge shit. The the hazing gets real yeah. real dark here. Uh, we get that that shoved head in the toilet thing. So let's uh, move on to something light, like eating worms and getting your face covered in honey and getting cockroaches poured on your face. Honey and roaches. Yeah. yeah. Force the guy to eat a a worm or an earthworm. A worm. And then. Uh, and then pour honey all over his face and dump cockroaches on his head and, and then take a photo of him. Yeah. Fucked up. And uh, apparently, I think the MPAA would not let them pour from... Uh, there's a review on IMDb from the Laughing Dan guy 
who claims that like they had to cut the when they actually pour oh. the roaches, yeah. they, like cut after that. I guess the MPAA oh. was like, no, you can't pour the roaches onto the honey. Oh my god! And, and since it's the MPAA, I'm going to believe that. That makes sense because they cray cray because they are cray cray. Um, yes, you know, one of my friends used to uh, used to prep worms for a wrestler to eat. Part of her oh, job. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> she would uh, because he hated the way that they tasted. She worked for the uh, the WWE. And like he's like ah they're so gritty I don't know which wrestler this is one who ate, whoever yeah. whoever ate worms in the WWE holy shit I think I know who you're talking about he's like a voodoo guy <laughs> maybe but uh, but he was like he had to do it a lot and it was disgusting yep. because they were full of dirt and so he she learned to raise earthworms in applesauce for him. And so, like, they would live in the applesauce, and they'd be full of applesauce. And he was like, yeah, it's great. They just taste like applesauce when I eat them. Oh, my gosh. So that's disgusting, and I just thought I'd share that because it's insane. Yeah, I think I've seen the wrestler you're talking about before. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> um, okay, so now they get gross milkshakes. They've oh, been my in- God, I love this part. So the girls make these, like... We don't really see what goes in them. Probably more anchovy po- I paste. think there was definitely anchovies in There's it. There's lots of anchovies in yeah. everything. Um, and so, yeah, but now the, the guy's in this room. It's just such a weird scene. They're all together just sitting on oh, their... Oh, and cheese. We we find out that it's uh, some sort oh, of... Oh, yeah, not Limburger. Something else. I think it was Limburger. No, they said, why couldn't we have Limburger instead? So whatever cheese they have was oh. smellier than that. Because they could just make up a smellier cheese. Right. Uh, but, yeah, the, the, the girl um, frat girls make gross chocolate milkshakes for them and they have to sit in this room and they have an hour to drink these milkshakes <laughs> and they're all like how are we gonna drink these milkshakes and one of the dudes goes maybe we could pour it in our assholes <laughs> or maybe we could just rub it all over our hair and bodies <laughs> and he's not making a joke <laughs> like, those were his suggestions and straight up, I'm surprised this movie didn't bust out a funnel and start going with suggestion one. <laughs> you know, I hear I hear it's much healthier to butt chug your milkshakes. <laughs> yes. Um, However, they go with the not butt option for once in one of these hazings. Shocker. And uh, they just hold their nose and they chug it. And now they all get it down. They all They all finish their drink. They have an hour to do it. But then right after they finish their drink, they're like, let's just turn in and go to bed so they can't make any more weird stuff for us to do. So, you, motherfucker, they just said they were coming back in an hour to check on you. Do you think these, <laughs> these pledge masters are going to come up and be like, oh, they're so cute when they're sleeping? They don't care. Oh, and we just watched a bunch of dudes undress totally for bed, too. Yep, yep we got that, too. We got that going for us. Um, <laughs> One dude is ripped. Yeah, he really is. And then when we do the special effects on his chest later, he's not ripped at all. No. <laughs> and he's like three shades lighter. Yes. It's good stuff. <laughs> Um, okay, so now, I mean, I, I don't even really need to introduce the fact that it's more dumb frat stuff because it's mostly dumb frat stuff. But here we get this this guy dressed up at an altar in front of what is supposed to be a coffin, but it's clearly just a rectangular crate. Yeah. Uh, and he says that this is the, the coffin, coffin of Numericles or yeah, something dumb. Numericles. Let's just call it that. The God of numbers. Sure. <laughs> and uh, only in America do we have fraternities. Bloggity, bloggity, blue. And so then we cut to our what is going to be our first death. Here's where this movie really does a from dust till dawn on us. Sure does. Uh, this movie almost comes out like a straight up Animal House. Yep. 
for the first 45 minutes or so. Yeah, it's it's like if Animal House was also hostile. Yeah. Is kind of how the first part of this movie goes. So imagine you're just watching like a college comedy and like it's pledge week and people are going through hell and they're just doing the things and then somebody sits on the toilet and a hand comes out of the toilet and rips their dick off. Because <laughs> that's what just went down. Yep. yep. No build up. Nope. We never saw who this hand guy is. I mean, we know it's Sid, but like yeah. we never saw Sid watching them in the walls or like a ghostly just popping up and like looking at some and things. Why and why is it a toilet? And, 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 do, yeah. do we know that he has some connection to toilets? Did he? We do not. Was he, is he possessed not a, by a toilet? He's a honorary ghoulie. <laughs> literally no reason for him to have any connection to this toilet but whatsoever. But this is where we get our but first. he comes out of toilets apparently. And also the room that he's sitting in has two toilets in it that are next to each other. With no stall walls or nothing. I swear to God, that was a Saturday Night Live sketch. The love toilet. Yeah, the love toilet. <laughs> it also oh. made me think of, uh, I think it was a Venture Brothers uh, line. They're like, uh, there's two toilets. We can hold hands and do a number four. <laughs> That's exactly what it was for. I understand it's, now. It's okay. the number four toilet room oh. at the Alpha Beta Gamma House. Um, so, yeah, that's our first death. Um, Phi Epsilon Nu, because it spells peen. Ah. Uh, I assume. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's as good a reason as any. All right, so. It should spell butt. It should. So Tom is dead. Tom was the blonde guy on the toilet. He's now dead. He had so much to offer, too. He did. Uh, the bloody hand now gives a peace sign. Which is cool. Cause, I like it. You know, because he's a hippie. Because he was a hippie. Hippies rip people's dicks off. <laughs> That's totally what they're known for. Peace, love, and ripping off dicks. That was the name of my favorite Grateful Dead record. <laughs> um, so, the president goes to Danny <laughs> to tell him about all the corpses he found, or the one corpse he found. Uh, and Danny is acting all crazy, and he laughs and gives him a big hug. And then stabs and this, him in the back with two screwdrivers. This scene was awesome. It was good. Like, and and also, if you'll notice at the branding and at this, like, Danny has great acting where he laughs. Once he kills you, he starts showing regret on his face. Like, yeah. I think it's like him coming back into play and being like, um, oh, shit. What I do? <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, I will agree with you on that one. I think the dude that played Danny was pretty fucking great. Yep. And so after Danny kills our little... Uh, frat master there he grabs a radio and he goes upstairs because there's just a girl chilling in a bathtub yes in the middle of the day at butt stuff house it's this <laughs> is I, I wouldn't say it's a pet peeve of mine but I, when you're like when you're watching a movie and you think the music is diegetic and then it's like oh no it's soundtrack music yes drives me kind of nuts <laughs> so so he's walking. We're down listening the hall to Anthrax on what we assume, we assume is a radio is he's a, holding is a radio, but it's not. He plugs it in and then throws it <laughs> on her, and it keeps playing. It turns out that that was soundtrack music that only we were hearing, even yeah. though he's kind of bopping down the hall like he's listening to Anthrax. Yeah, that was odd. It was and then, very. And then he strange. does another great facial expression here when he watches her get electrocuted in the tub. You see, like his face start turning into sorrow. Yeah, like I think he's really like oh. Why do I keep doing this? <laughs> I should probably go tell somebody, but I'll just keep doing this. And and interspersed, don't worry, there's plenty of that dude talking about boring frat stuff. Oh, and God. even the pledges are falling yeah, yeah, yeah. the fuck asleep in the movie. You literally see the pledges He's are like still just up. talking about like Greek legends and swords and, and behind me is the sword of <laughs> numerically. And I'm just going to say, 
you don't need to have your audience experience the boredom when you're making a film like this. You can use quick cuts to show that there's a lot of time that has passed. Yeah, but it did it did it did <laughs> do a funny thing though because I like when um because Dan keeps killing people upstairs. Yes, he, kill, he kills a little guy, then he kills up uh, the girl in the tub, and, so keeps and he keeps cackling. <laughs> and so the guy just keeps hearing the cackling downstairs, and eventually he's just like, "Ah, oh, what is this shit?" And takes off his robe to go so he, check yeah, it out. Yeah, I did like that. No, that was good. Uh, okay, so. Yeah, so boring guy takes off the robe, goes to find out what the laughing's about, and then, <laughs> and then so Dan comes downstairs and sees um, one of the girls, one of the I don't know, one of the sorority girls, and ties her to a pipe that's in the kitchen. Yeah, it's was like, like a pipe coming off the center island, which is not really a thing that and I've here, ever seen and, before. And, and then he kills her, but before he does, he just has to unzip her sweatshirt so we see boobs. Like, here's my problem with the movie. And his yes. boobs are just like, there's no reason. No. It's just like, we have girls in this movie, let's see boobs. Like, it's stupid. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I Honestly, I felt bad for her. I felt bad for a couple of the actresses, especially like like when they had to just play corpses with their boobs out, I was kind of yeah, like, yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's a little dehumanizing. It's just, yes, it's, it's distracting like, after a while. A shower keep, scene is one thing, but like, it made, it, I mean, it even made sense with the girl on the top, right? But at the same time, like, okay this girl too. in the kitchen, like, why couldn't you just tie her to the thing and, and yeah, do use the egg beater? Yeah, <laughs> also, he kills her. With <laughs> I just cannot conceive of a way that you can kill a human being with an egg beater. He put it right down her mouth. That's just going to grind and because egg beaters are super strong. That wouldn't stop it. <laughs> right. That wouldn't just break. That wouldn't make mouth. it go. Burr. Well, I mean, wasn't it a hand? It was, was it electric? It was electric. Yeah. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, it would just stop. <laughs> It'd okay. be a super uncomfortable. We'll probably chip a tooth or two. Yeah, that would but, be uh, unpleasant. But yeah, again, and, and we keep flashing back to this girl tied to the counter with just her boobs yeah. hanging out and the dumb look on her face. Like the death kind look. Of a like, bummer. Yeah. Um, yeah. The movie's yeah. got some skis to it. It does. It's it's funny that it was written by a woman, considering how, like, there's there's a lot of, like, dehumanizing things for the actresses that I was kind of bummed out by. Yeah. It's like, again, I'm not opposed to boobs in movies. No. I'm just, you This know, movie is, like, right at the threshold line of, like, where a movie, like... Yeah. Starts getting... Starts getting too... Yeah. 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 It's goofy enough that it brings it back down, in a way. But there's just some... Agree. Like, like the boom, boom room. Yeah. <laughs> this yep. thing. Yeah. Yeah. But here's here's one of my favorite things that happens in the whole movie. So the pledges are all thinking that they're pranked, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the boring guy goes to see the, the noise and finds the two bodies. He calls the police, blah, blah, blah. Danny hits him with a bottle and ties him ties him up to the wall. I love when Danny hits him with a bottle, too. He yeah. just shows up. He's like, ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so pledges all think they're being pranked, and the blonde comes in crying. And so... We're like about to have her do this thing, but then we cut back to Danny, who says my favorite line of the entire movie, where he's like, "You're you're one of my brothers. Why would you Why would you do this?" And he's like, "I was never one of you imperialist pigs." <laughs> and it's like, okay, if you established that he was like a Che Guevara style, like like a revolutionary type hippie, but he was. He those... was always asking where the protest was. That's <laughs> the best they could do. Is where's the protest? That's not. I feel like you're talking about a weather underground type hippie yeah. when you talk about like imperialist pigs, like like setting off anarchist bombs kind of mm-hmm. guy. Like not not like, hey man, peace and love and let's smoke <laughs> pot in the fucking common room. It's 
Uh, I think they kind of got him <laughs> a little on two sides. But either way, uh, this is this is your favorite death. I oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, is there some more butt stuff? Oh, don't worry. There's some more butt stuff. Oh, sweet. So Dan ties up the dude that he just hit with the bottle and takes his pants off. And then takes a cherry bomb and sticks it inside his underwear. And then goes to light the cherry bomb to blow up the dude's butt. But before he can blow up the dude's butt, he just starts getting sick and falls down. And that's where Sid makes his glorious ripping off Nightmare on Elm Street 2 yeah. completely. But, but looks, looks stellar. Looks the effect great. looks fantastic. This is the uh, this is the street trash effects guy. Yep. And so, he yeah. just busts right out of his chest and, and says... Uh, What's he say when he first comes out? Oh, oh, need a light? And shoots a fireball across the room, which lights a cherry bomb and blows up the dude's butt. Yeah, I This do, is a good movie. I do like... Actually, I, what I love about it is I love the idea that they basically put it up. And I think it works where you're like, this is too far. They realize that they weren't going to have him blow up the guy's ass because that's way too far. So that's why he gets saved at the last moment. Then he shows up and he's like, eh, JK, and blows up his ass. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. Is that why? I was, I was wondering this too, because Dan, was, Dan was well on his way being controlled by Sid to blow up the dude's butt. Right, no, but then I, Sid, like, stopped. maybe Sid wanted all the fun. He was like, no, I, I think I think that was an audience, like, expectation kind of move. Like, which, no, there's no way we're going to blow up the dude's okay, butt. Okay, so I, they really weren't going to do that And then thing. all of a sudden it's just like, fooled you. Yeah, that was a real <laughs> fooled you moment. Gotcha. It's um, awesome. <laughs> and I like because we don't see it either. We just hear it. We uh, we go yes. back downstairs to the people who somehow, uh, I forgot her name. Um, I've forgotten all of their names. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna not get in the sorority. I forgot my pledge brother's oh girlfriend's God. name. I'm so sorry. I'm um, supposed just call her Valerie. Who the hell cares? <laughs> uh, Valerie's there, and she explains that she accidentally or on purposefully locked the door on her way in, and then they can't get out of this room. Yeah, I guess it, what? it must lock from the outside because it's a pledge thing so that they're trying to keep them in there. But why would she... Did she, like, open the door, lock it, and then shut the door behind her? Bear. Like, she mentions that she locked it when she came inside. You like, got she, Not like it's an auto-lock door. Like, she locked it. Yeah, she said she locked it. It makes yeah. zero sense. No. I, I, and everything me. was making, like, perfect sense was, up until yeah, this moment. Yeah, everything was going perfectly for, for this movie. Uh, so, <laughs> the coffin of Numerian opens up. And Joey Belladonna comes out. Or no, it's fake, not him. Not fake. <laughs> yes. So whatever his name is, uh, Acid Sid. Acid Sid. Sidney Schneider. Yes. Um, and, and he does look cool. The makeup effects look great. Yeah. They ruin this character, though, by throwing his voice through an echo filter and reverb. Yeah. it's So it doesn't even sound like... Yeah. And, and, and at the end of the movie, too, we hear him not through those filters for one yeah. line. And it's like, shit, that would have been so much better. Would have been just, better. But it always sounds bold like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the, the laugh. Yeah. He's constantly laughing. Yep. And it would have been, I, I was just watching the scene, picturing it like if he was stalking through the hallways, not going, <laughs> the whole time. It would have been so much more effective. But, uh, so. I mean, do a laugh after I, one of your cheesy Freddy ripoff one-liners. Absolutely, I agree. I think the problem for me with him is the fact that they didn't have an actor playing Sid. They were like, it's a makeup role. You don't need an actor. Mm -hmm. And the fact is, Robert Englund is an actor. Yes. And the reason that he, that it works is because when he laughs, his body laughs, his face laughs, even through the makeup, you see what's happening in an mm -hmm. expression. Whereas this was just like. 
Frankenstein walking down the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hear the laugh, but it's not it's not reflected in anything he's doing. Nope. It's not like his voice and his actions aren't like aren't connected in any way. No. And there's just no point for the laugh. Yeah. To, like I said, laugh after you tell a joke. Like Right. He's just You're just you're just, just laughing. Like, I'm walking down the hallway. I think I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> it's hilarious. This hallway is fucking <laughs> killing me. Oh my gosh, the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> And it's not a cool laugh either. No, it's, yeah. Yeah, that's, okay. Oh, where are we? Well, oh, so, so. This is great, actually. I like this part. Okay. So this is. Tell uh, me about it. This is the part <laughs> where uh, they all exit. Apparently there's a screen door in this room that you but, can hide outside the room. But two of them can't go through it for some reason. Two of them challenge Sid because I think the two of them were like, no, fuck this. We're going to take this guy out. And it was the two people who actually dared to stand up to him. Yep. And so that is. Kegel? <laughs> yes, that's his name. Of course. He's a toilet eater. Oh, that poor bastard. So he's he grabs the sword off the wall, the sword of Numeria. Yeah. And stabs him. And Sid's like, eh, whatever, I'm dead already. I don't give a shit. Um, he pulls it out, and then Sid reaches into his stomach, pulls out his own intestine, and then strangles the dude to death with yes. it. Which is pretty fun. That was a good scene. Um, and then he burns something into Kegel's chest. Yeah. Not Kegel, but Kegel. <laughs> Not Kegel, Kegel. It's so close enough that you wonder if they're making a joke. And I it's, a no it's a stupid joke. It's a stupid joke. So he burns something into his chest. Yeah, he burns that, Sid. That we name. find out later is yeah. Sid, yeah. Um, and the other guy goes to fight him, too. Yes. Yes. The other guy goes to fight him, and he just sticks his hand into his stomach, and it burns... And so he runs off. Yep. And then Sid just leaves for some I like I like this character trait about Sid, too, like with his, <laughs> his burning, smoking. If he touches you, you burn because he's mm-hmm. all burny. I think that's neat. Yeah, that is neat. And there's some fog effects every now and then when he walks uh, out. Yeah, there's some like smoke the, rising. It looks like cool. His <laughs> shoes are always on fire, basically. Yeah. Like there's smoke coming out of his shoes. And as far as a hippie back from the dead yeah. with melty skin, like it's a cool little villain. It's it's I can't name another hippie slasher. No, I can't either. Unless you want to consider, like, Chop Top. Oh, I mean, that would probably be the yeah. perfect example of that. Um, so the guy that looks just like Adam Driver gets pregnant with a big blood baby and it this explodes. This sucked. There was no point. There was no point. <laughs> There's no reason. All of a sudden, one guy just gets sick and you're like, oh, is, is there going to be another cool hippie busting out of his stomach or something? Some no. new hippie? It blows up and there's a bunch of bugs everywhere. Yeah. Like, it would be cool if, like... Uh, Everybody he killed made their stomachs blow up and different like hippie people came out. So he just had this like hippie killer army. <laughs> I'd be all about that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but he Save just, that for the sequel. He just gets pregnant Any with blood now, and explodes. Uh, they break out of the room. They have that weird door blood first too. Yeah. They take that axe and they start chopping the door and it just blows up like a blood bag in their face. Yep. <laughs> And, and they don't do anything with that. And they're just like, reach through that hole. And he's like, no way. I don't know what's out there. Like, because yeah. talking about that reference that the door just squirt. But once they burst the door down, there was nothing there. I kind of no. had the I kind of had the feeling that there was a pledge like stuck to the back of the door or something they didn't know oh, about. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Like, so it could have been something cool there. Yep. That would have been that would have been something at least. Something. But yeah, we just have this weird exploding blood bag when they take an axe to a door that goes nowhere. Stupid. There's a couple of abandoned abandoned ropes in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Joey's there. Uh, once they try to get out the door, like they, Sid 
outside the door waiting for them. He tries to run out. He's like, oh shit, closes the door and then stands against it like it's a cartoon. Yeah. So he's like, I'm holding it closed. And then like 20 fucking knives appear in a silhouette around his body. Yeah. But <laughs> like, don't cut him. Like, but don't cut him. Go around him. Yeah. Because he hasn't asked who he is yet. <laughs> he won't kill him until he's found out who he is. He makes a lot of assumptions, though. That's true. He didn't know who the dude on the toilet was. That's a good point. Yeah, none, none of the uh, who are you shit makes any sense in this movie. And he almost kills his own kid before he figures it out. Yeah, he's... Spoiler alert. Yeah, not great. We, yeah, we, if you didn't pick that up when the kid was just like, yeah, my dad died before I was born. <laughs> and my mom knew the guy. And it my was mom her knew the boyfriend. Guy. Oh. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for you to surprise me with that 80 minutes later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so... Sid's stalking Larry and the girl. They go hide in a closet with an American flag on it. This is just like a long Scooby-Doo hallway chase for 10-15 minutes. Except they don't chase. They just sit they in the closet. <laughs> yeah. um, and so the red guy, the red shirt guy is still out there. He's sneaking around and there's silly synth music playing behind him. He's like, Bodine! 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 And so eventually he finds them and then hides in the closet with them. So now there's three people so hiding in the is, closet. So this is good TV. This is thrilling <laughs> shit right <laughs> good. here. But he's like... I'm going to go out there and do something because I'm fucking stupid. And he goes out there. <laughs> He's and got then, the sword. And then Sid. That's already fuck, proven so fucking effective. Yeah. And then Sid just fucking twists his neck around. Oh, first he goes, who are you? <laughs> He's like, that's where we begin. The, this is where we begin the, uh, the who are you shtick. Yeah. Where you, uh, or it doesn't really play. You don't really understand why he's doing it until the end. Yeah. But, but again, he does he's, that. But again, as we've already spoiled earlier, he's trying to protect his kid from possibly dying in an accidental hazing by yep. killing everybody else. But he straight up kills people first before knowing who they are, which defeats this whole. <laughs> I mean, hell, his kid could have been the one who's on the toilet whose dick he ripped off. Absolutely. He, yeah. never, he, he never, never said, blub, blub, who are you from the toilet bowl? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that anybody would have answered? I feel like you might run away if you, someone yells at you from inside the toilet. I mean, I think on. it would have been a better scene if if, if if he did do that. All of a sudden, you just heard, like, gurgling water. Then it was just like, who are you? And he's like, what? And he looks between his legs, and there's a face down there. And then he's like, what? Yeah. That could have fixed that plot hole right there. Yeah. Especially if he ran away before saying anything. No, no, he just didn't get a chance. He got to get up, and then he grabbed his junk. junk. But... He would have to tell him or else he runs the risk of killing his son again. Oh, yeah, shit. He has to answer the question. It's just like that. Well, if you saw a face in the toilet bowl talking to you, but damn, this is the second time we've had a person in a toilet. There it is. There's our, there's our, our link between the two. <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably stay and answer him first. You'd be too shocked to get up. I'd, I'd hang out. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, my toilet buddy. <laughs> Hope you like poo-poos. <laughs> I'm sorry about what I'm going to be feeding you, buddy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, oh, God. This is so insane. So uh, so the yellow sweater guy, whatever the fuck his name yeah, is. No, they don't say names a lot yeah. in this. And there's a lot of dudes. He, he winds up meeting Sid somewhere in one of the rooms. And he has the sword. So he goes to fight him. Blah, blah, blah. Again, because that sword <laughs> proved... So effective. So he stabs him in the stomach with a sword. And then it keeps going, keeps going until his hands are in his his stomach. And then his hands start burning. He pulls them out. He's like, oh. And then Sid grabs his head and shoves his head into a basically vaginal opening in his stomach. That was made by the sword the first time. Yeah. 
Except now it actually straight up looks like a vagina. Yes. And before it did not. It just looked like a hole. Um, and so... And that's straight up intentional. Oh, of course. It has to be. Yeah. They got to balance off the butt stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the vagina stuff. See, there you go. There's one yeah. vagina for 40 it's, butt it's, things. It's, it's pledge night. It's a yin-yang of pledge night. Oh, man. <laughs> this... Yep, the a movie's film perfect. studied in film schools for years. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> uh, so, finally, Sid meets Larry. Meets his kid, but he doesn't know yet because he hasn't asked the question. But so, he still tries to kill him anyway with the sword. He still tries to fight And so we get the lamest-ass fight between a sword and a baseball bat. <laughs> That's just, obviously, they did not have the budget for a fight choreographer. Nope. Or actors that are fighters. Nope. Because they're just like the most, all right, we're going to swing up top first, right? Yep. Uh, down low <laughs> well I mean and their actor their their horror movie villain is blind in one eye so he has no depth perception oh, because yeah. he's got a big filmy thing over his eye yep. so he's literally like he's swinging half blind anyway so a lot of this is taken care of by edits so they're do, they do a lot of things with like I ducked and then edit and then <laughs> yeah 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 the, <laughs> exactly sweep all it? the stuff off it's the so off the mantle it's so not fun to watch it's like the, it's like the lamest face. it's pretty it's pretty weak it's like as, it's it's like as if you were watching a kung fu movie like a Jackie Chan movie but instead of watching the final polished fight you just watch like the brainstorming sessions in the beginning like okay what if I like punch up here yeah what if I okay yeah I'm just gonna block except you except for when he gets disarmed when Larry gets the baseball bat taken yep. away from him that did, was cool they did a great job with that so he he swings uh, Sid grabs the baseball bat flips it twice in his hand and then stabs it through a chair that basically dissolves yeah <laughs> that was cool that was great that was a really nice that was a really nice moment more of that would have helped a lot do you know what else is really mm. cool though <laughs> yeah Liquid nitrogen fire extinguishers. <laughs> this is what killed the blob. This makes no freaking sense. So, yes. So Valerie comes back. Sure. Valerie yeah. comes back and, sure. and sprays Sid with the fire extinguisher. And Sid just like falls to his knees and tilts his head up in the air and just literally freezes. as yep. it, like, like T-1000 in the truck. And just yep. he can't move. So then, what's his nuts? Bonitor takes the sword and jabs that down his mouth like a sword swallower. Yep. And uh, they're like, oh, that, and they're like, that solves that. Well, he's dead now. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's clearly not magic in any he's way, right? He's clearly not magic, and he's back from the dead. But um, with yeah, a but fire extinguisher and a sword that didn't hurt him before, I mean, that's we two, got That's this. two things. Let's walk away and not behead this thing <laughs> so or something. The two of them are just like absolutely nonchalant at this point they are just <laughs> absolutely convinced that he is of no harm yeah to the point where larry's like i'm just gonna take off you hang out here and she's like hang out with a clearly dead corpse that's never gonna come back from the <laughs> oh well sure i guess i will and uh and so he does that he fucking leaves her alone in the house with the magic corpse that Who keeps says chivalry's dead that has come back from the grave <laughs> once probably not gonna happen again right yeah yeah no, no. Uh, they fire extinguished it. <laughs> Clearly, the fire extinguisher was the thing. <laughs> oh, my one weakness. <laughs> fire retardant foam. No. Uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yep. So he, she literally says he's just a corpse. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, a magic fucking corpse. Anyway, uh, so she goes upstairs, uses the phone. She calls... And then he uses his Larry voice. Sid comes back, mm -hmm. of course. And Sid's talking with Larry voice. 
And she's like, oh, Larry, it's so comforting to hear. Ah, yeah. you're not Larry. And then she runs downstairs, and then he basically tries to sexually assault her because... Again, this is where this movie why? crosses that skeezy line, where he's yeah. just like, if it feels good, do it, and because, rips her shirt open Because that boobs. was, but to be fair, that is another thing that was on a button in the 60s. <laughs> gotcha. So literally, if like, I'm surprised he didn't say flower power, uh, <laughs> you know, and whip inflation now. What, what's the other one? I don't know. All the, yeah. The fucking vote for Nixon. Tune in, turn on, drop out. Drop out, out. Uh, yep. Oh. Buy a ticket, take the ride. He, he fucking could. hit a goddamn TV with a baseball bat, and he never said that. Yeah. God, wow. <laughs> Don't slap this movie. Anyway, okay, so. Yeah, so anyway, here's like again. We're just boobs for no reason. Yeah. Like, and also, if you're here to protect him, you're just going to stop for a rape break? Is that, yeah, is that what's going down? That's what's going down. Fuck you, Sid. Yeah, seriously, Sid. <laughs> fuck off. Anyway, uh, so Larry comes back in the nick of time, and and he says, who are you? <laughs> and he says, hey, I'm... I'm Larry Bonner. <laughs> and he's like, oh, but I only came back to save you, and then fucking disappears. And that's it. Fucking... Fades out of existence. Not even a cool fade. Just nope. a cheap dissolve trick. Sheepo. This cat has been staring at me the whole time. Oh, he likes you. No, he doesn't. He claws at me. He's a murderer. I know. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's um. apparently... Again, we, yeah, we've talked about this already. But it's the stupidest motive of him protecting him. Here's an idea, Sid. If you're trying to protect... um. What's his nuts? Yeah, his name Larry. Already. Larry Bonner. If yes. you're here to protect, Bo- that sounds like Boner. Hey, it. You know that's funny that it sounds like there's Boner, Boner and Kegel <laughs> and Woody. What a shocker! Oh, <laughs> uh. and old Shafty Pete. Yes, <laughs> but no. Here, here's, at at Peen, the fucking fraternity. <laughs> but here's an idea. If you were there to protect him, why wouldn't you show up when they're all lined up for the pledges? And just be like, which one of you is Bonner? Yep. <laughs> Step forward. Be like, all right, come for a ride with me. I'm your dad. I gotta protect you. <laughs> Instead of this, just magical... leave, leave. You leave the room. I'm gonna kill everyone in this room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I not mean, even, even kill him. You don't even just be like, leave this frat now, or I'm gonna kill everybody here. Yeah. And also be like, would work. Okay, I'm not gonna deny a dead ghost request, if, yeah. especially if you did some magic tricks. Yeah. Where he's like, I'll blow up every butt in the room if you don't quit this. <laughs> I'm going to explode each butt one by <laughs> one. Whose butt's <laughs> next? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so we I'm get... making up alternate scenes. <laughs> so we got an extra ending in this dumb movie. An uh, extra ending with a line that makes zero sense. No. Back... What? I'll tell you what makes no you fucking... You solved this for me. Okay, so before we even get to that... We come into a room where I swear to God, they the bunk- didn't they didn't tell the cameraman what was up, and they were like, "No, we built a six foot tall bed, so oh, it's th- like ten feet off the ground, right? So like, the guy can stand under it. It's like ten feet under <laughs> above the ground. So whatever you do, don't shoot full on, or it's gonna look fucking ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody has a ten foot tall fucking bed. This is absolutely fucking insane. So please." Make sure you shoot it from above. Oh, 
Okay. Oh, you're just going to walk into the room and show a 10-foot-high bed with no goddamn explanation? And there's no Fuck furniture you. underneath it at all. There's no nothing. It's there's not a, a bunk bed. There's it's a 10-foot-tall <laughs> bed that they're just fucking in. <laughs> so it's literally a bed built so that someone could stand underneath it and stab them. <laughs> Which we don't see. Which we don't it's even implied. see. It's kind of like when Cap yells Avengers, but they just cut. <laughs> yes. You know what's coming. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so here we go again. If he'd yelled Avengers Assemble, it would have made more sense. <laughs> yeah. Right that movie the, just I, I lost right me at, at that end. point. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, here we go again with just some boobs for no reason. Um, with this dude about to get on with this he girl He was a at loose end. end. He was a loose end, I guess. But then she says, I don't want to sleep with you here because this place creeps me out. And he's just like, what? Uh... <laughs> Dude left. They caught the guy. They caught the killer. He right. confessed to it, and and she was like, "Really? That was a guy." He's like, "Yeah, he was an ex-con," but we don't ever see a killer confess. We no, damn well know not. Sid didn't like walk to the police station. After of course this. not. So like, who the fuck is he talking about? There is zero explanation for this line, and it has been bothering me since the second time I watched this no, and actually I, caught it. <laughs> it. The only thing they're just they're trying I, to tie it up. So I can't that, even think of like because it's frustrating. The idea of ending a movie like this, like unless he was because he, he was just like saying anything to get into this girl's pants. So maybe he just made that up. Like the the killer confessed, they caught him. Like instead of being like the killer vanished, which that wouldn't get him anywhere. <laughs> so maybe that's what was going on. But they could have made it. The better. killer crossfaded out of existence. Yeah. But I could have made him be like, um, yeah, they caught the guy. He confessed. Like, he could have been like a, like a, like a making up sure. on the fly. Like, yeah, that that's a ticket. But no, <laughs> nothing. It's just this really odd line that makes me wonder if there was some other, yeah. like, there was some other, like, uh, guy that they wrote in the screenplay that took the fall, like a fall guy, like a creepy guy that was wandering around the place that... Yeah, I, I, I and they mean, just cut out every one of his scenes. Like, no, there's no way they just <laughs> they just fucking hammered this in wherever they felt like it. They, they really uh, did the, just make it up. As the whole the whole reason this ending exists is so that they could make a sequel. Mm -hmm. The idea is, wow, we got a fucking Freddy Krueger on our hands, guys. Acid Sid is the next Jason Voorhees. We need to get ready for the next fifty movies. The IMAX experience. We got to get the fucking <laughs> Disney ride going. This is going to be fucking huge. Acid Sid versus Freddy. Oh, <laughs> so like at the end of the movie, Freddy's glove comes up and takes his peace sign necklace. <laughs> uh, takes his one gross eyeball and brings it down to hell. <laughs> Unfortunately, Acid Sid's not cool enough for franchise no, material. No, no. He's, he's Again, he's fun as a victim. What? He loses some points for the, the, the rapey side quest. Um, He's basically Evil Ernie is the yes. problem. Is that he looks like the comic character Evil mm -hmm. Ernie, the Coffin Comics guy. Yep. It, it's just, it's a little too, it's a little too Evil Ernie that's not Evil Ernie. And Evil Ernie makes a lot more sense. Like if they'd done something like that, it might have even been a better design if they'd ripped that off where mm -hmm. it's sort of like the skeletal chest. Yep. So he's like shirtless under the, the leather jacket. That's kind of even a cooler look. And like, especially because of the buttons, because like his his thing was like a killer smiley face button was part of his yep. attire. I don't remember much about it. I, I, I know the character. But I, never I know that the character yeah. exists. Basically, yes. I have <laughs> I have priced comic books and put them into our bins <laughs> and I have looked at them and gone, huh, he looks evil. And his name is Ernie. Interesting. <laughs> but uh, he definitely has that vibe going. So, yeah, I don't think that they would ever 
be able to franchise this. No. I just, it's not strong <laughs> no, enough. No, no, no. They could make another stupid direct-to-video movie, but there's no way this would be the next big thing. No, no. I just, like I just don't think... like, we need more killer hippie. People yeah. have spoken. It's, I, I think he was lacking accoutrements, I think is really part of the problem. Number one, he didn't have like a, a weapon. Like, I feel like he could have used, he could have used like his own weapon that even though Voorhees uses all sorts of weapons, the machete is what he's known yeah. for. Freddy's you know, got the glove. He's got the Jason's glove. Jason's got the kitchen knife. Yeah. I mean, the, Michael's got the kitchen exactly. knife. Exactly. Like there, there are kind of iconic things like that big sword is not going to be his weapon. That's, <laughs> no, that's so stupid. stupid. You know, there's got to be something frat related that you could, you know, like some sort of, I, I know that the sword was that thing was frat, like frat paddle. <laughs> You know what? Yeah, sure. I'm I'm into it. Frat paddle. He's killing people with I mean, a that, metal. I mean, I mean, that would have been a cool ending. He's walking through. He's walking through the uh, <clears throat> hallway, and he's just passes a mantle with the frat paddles, and he's yeah. holding a sword. He's just like, "Fuck, am I doing with this sword?" Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, this, this is more. This is more appropriate. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. I would have been into that, and I feel like, like if he'd had a bandana. Or if he'd had like just something else, he needed more flair. He needed more buttons for one. Right, exactly. And his buttons were so haphazard. He had one that just said "fuck off" or something like that, uh, and it was like handwritten with sharpie. Like if they were designed, oh, kind of like the pledge book they had that was just like a holy bible with vinyl stickers on the side. <laughs> I think it was the blasphemy that probably ruined this movie. Yes. I think that's pro- God took his revenge on this movie. Uh, like you defaced a Bible and there's just too much butt stuff. <laughs> Even for me. And as God, I am into butt stuff. <laughs> ah, that's something they don't teach you. No, no, no. You gotta look deep. Dig, dig deep for that shit. Oh, well. well. So, yeah. So, that's the movie. I love it. Asahoy, the motion picture. It's it's got a few little dings. It does. It's but, got um, some. It's got o- some issues. Overall, it's such a unique piece of trash. That yeah, I, it, I, I dig it. It is. It is a. It's a again. Name another. I, I the only other movie I can think that switches gears so fast, as I stated earlier, is From Dust Till Dawn. Holy where, shit! Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So all of a sudden, like, name another movie that starts off as a frat comedy, then turns into a horror <laughs> movie, or another movie with a sword wielding, <laughs> back from the dead hippie spouting yeah. slogans. Like, it's got a lot of neat originals, uh, things to it. What was that movie that had the guy in the Reagan mask? Oh, the uh, tri- the tri- Tripper. Tripper, yeah. That was good. That was good. That was David Arquette, right? Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. He's awesome. That was good. Um, yeah. <laughs> He's awesome in Ravenous, too. Ravenous is a better movie than this. That could be true. <laughs> Have you not seen it? I haven't seen it. <gasps> Oh, God. No. It's usually you're the one dropping references, and okay. I'm sitting over here going, whoa. Huh, okay, whoa. okay. <laughs> We're not doing another one of your movies next week. <laughs> <laughs> Ravenous has no butt stuff. I'm not going to believe I know I no longer trust you when it comes to movies with butt stuff. I I feel like you have you have lost my trust in <laughs> uh, no, no, that's not true. It is my turn next week. We're not doing yes. Ravenous. I will do Ravenous eventually. No, we don't um, need to do Ravenous. But uh I want to get something a little I mean this was, I like, I'm trying to get more monstery movies, but mm-hmm. this was a good monster. You know, yeah. he was a slasher monster, but yeah. he was at least a, a legitimate magical back from the grave monster character. Sure was, dude. Yeah. Um, That's yeah. what happens when you die in a bath of acid, cornflakes, and coffee. 
as the ancient scripture legends say yeah just just like that <laughs> yeah oh my god <laughs> so that is pledge that's pledge night. night uh yeah next week matt will not be picking a no we will not be we're gonna be doing gremlins no <laughs> uh we awesome. should do something snowy yeah we'll, it'll okay. be cool to do some winter okay yeah do a winter theme yeah Ooh, think. the american screams a good movie oh that is a good movie that's cool. Yeah. Snow movies. Yeah, okay. We'll think of something. I Jack Frost. Oh, I love Jack Frost. <laughs> That's a good one. All right. Uh so you can follow us at Um Actually Comics and at Funbox Monster Podcast oh. and at Coast City Comics. Look at and you with the You got at one? Funbox Monster Podcast Jeez. on Instagram. <laughs> And at know. Matt Awkward VHS I am Matt Awkward VHS Fiend. That is my that's, one account. That's me. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's you too. I am too. Uh, I'm everybody. I'm everyone. Listen, I got to fucking hustle. Do you know how impossible it is to run a comic shop in a town that is as seasonal as this? I do not. It's fucking. But I've seen you stress about it. Stressful. <laughs> so buy shit off our website. Buy shit from him. CoastCityComics.com. I have finally finished uh, coloring the design for Brendan Kawashima's awesome t-shirt. Did and you hear so, that, kitties? We're getting t-shirts. So I will have t-shirts probably by next week if all things go as they should. I want to wear this shirt. <laughs> it's pretty great. It is. Uh, I went with obscenely insane colors. It is... Ugtastic it's in bright its color and choices. tight. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan made this really nice, concise design, and I was like, I'm going to fuck that up. <laughs> <laughs> and where it's, can you follow Brendan? Oh, my God. His, his, I can't remember the handle. I can't Eldred, spell it. Eldred yeah, good, good luck. Unfortunately, he has one of those handles that I cannot fucking remember. <laughs> but I'll just post a link to him when we post the T-shirt. Yes. So, uh, so there's that. And, uh, and that's it. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next week. Peace.